Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Geriatric Goddess Podcast. Today is June 28th, 2022, and I am your host, Christina McConnell. I want to talk today about the benefits of aromatherapy for the elderly. Let's get started. What is aromatherapy? Aromatherapy is the inhalation or bodily application as by massage of fragrant essential oils as from flowers uh, and fruits for therapeutic purposes broadly, the use of aroma to enhance a feeling of well-being. Essential oils have been used for around 6,000 years with the aim of improving a person's health or mood. In 1997, the International Standard Organization defined trusted source as an essential oil as a product obtained from vegetable raw material, either by distillation with water or steam, or from citrus fruits by a mechanical process or by dry distillation. A range of essential oils have been found to have various degrees of antimicrobial activity and are believed to have antiviral, antifungal, and antioxidant properties. Aromatherapy applications include massage, topical applications, and inhalation. However, users should be aware that natural products are also still chemicals and they can be hazardous if used the wrong way. It's important to follow the advice of a trained professional when using essential oils. Aromatherapy is normally used through inhalation or in a topical application. I know that uh, I personally like using diffusers. I think they're wonderful for offices, for homes. So you can get a diffuser. I think even Walmart has them and Walgreens. Um, you can use sprays, oil droplets, uh, breathe them in a steam bath. And apart from providing a pleasant smell, aromatherapy oils can provide respiratory disinfection, decongestant, and uh, psychological benefits. Inhaling essential oils stimulates your whole olfactory system, the part of the brain that's connected to smell, including the nose and the brain. Molecules that enter the nose or the mouth pass through the lungs, and from there, to other parts of the body. As the molecules reach the brain, they affect the limbic system, which is linked to your emotions, the heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, memory, stress, and hormone balance. In this way, essential oils can have a subtle yet holistic effect on the body. Let's look at the topical applications. Massage oils, bath and skincare products are absorbed through the skin. Massaging the area where the oil is applied can boost circulation and increase absorption. Some argue that areas that are richer in sweat glands and hair follicles, such as the head or the palms of the hand, may absorb the oils more effectively. However, I am going to caution you guys. Essential oils are never to be applied directly to the skin. They must always be diluted with a carrier oil. Usually a few drops of essential oil to an ounce of carrier oil is the concentration. Most common carrier oils are something like sweet almond oil or olive oil. Uh, it has been shown, so we'll look at a few things that some of these essential oils do reduce, which is uh, nausea, pain and body aches, anxiety, agitation, stress, depression, fatigue and insomnia, muscular aches, headaches, circulatory problems, menstrual problems, menopausal problems, or even hair loss. Some types of psoriasis may find relief with aromatherapy, but a healthcare professional should be advised about the use and application. Digestive problems may benefit from peppermint oil, but it should not be ingested. Toothache and mouth sores can be relieved by clove oil, but this too should be applied only topically and not swallowed. Uh, 
clove oil is wonderful for pea paints. As you can see, just from that small list of examples, a lot of elderly that we know suffer from those problems. And so this is a natural solution that when appropriately used can be very beneficial. Let's take a look at a few of these different oils and some of the uses that you can use them for just to give you guys some ideas and insights. There's basil essential oil and it's used to sharpen concentration and alleviate some of the symptoms of depression. It may also relieve headaches and migraines. It should be avoided during pregnancy. So bergamot essential oil is said to be useful for the urinary tract and digestive tract. When combined with eucalyptus oil, it may help relieve skin problems, including those that are caused by stress or chicken pox. Black pepper essential oil is commonly used for stimulating circulation, muscular aches, pains, bruises. Combined with ginger essential oil, it's used to reduce arthritis, pain, and improve flexibility. Clove essential oil um, is a great painkiller, as we mentioned, for uh, teeth pain. Uh, it can also help with nausea, preventing gas in the gut. It's one of those ones that has those anti um, antioxidant, antifungal properties. Eucalyptus essential oil can help relieve the airways during a cold or flu. It's often combined with peppermint. Many people are allergic to eucalyptus, so care should be taken. Geranium essential oil can be used for some skin problems to reduce stress and also as a mosquito repellent. Uh, jasmine essential oil. While scientific evidence is lacking, research has shown that the odor of jasmine increases beta waves, which are linked to alertness. As a stimulant, it might increase, um, might increase blood flow. Lavender essential oil can help with minor cuts, burns, scrapes, relaxation, and sleep. It is also said to relieve headache and migraine symptoms. Lemon essential oil is said to improve mood and to help relieve symptoms of stress or depression. I love using those citrus blends in our, in our office. Rosemary essential oil may promote hair growth, boost memory, prevent muscle spasms, and support the circulatory and nervous systems. Sandalwood essential oil is believed by some Oh, that one blanked out on me, you guys. I'm sorry, my printer did cut the rest of that off, so i got to go down to the next one here. Uh, tea tree essential oil is a great antiseptic and disinfectant. It's commonly used in shampoos and skincare products to treat acne, burns, bites. It's featured in mouth rinses, but should never be swallowed. Thyme essential oil is to help reduce fatigue, nervousness, and stress. Yarrow essential oil is used to treat, uh, treat symptoms of cold and flu to help reduce joint inflammation. Oil for a massage will be mixed with a carrier oil that dilutes the oil and provides lubrication for topical. So, and there are certified aromatherapists. I would Google them online. There's so many more oils out there. There's different qualities through different companies. Find what works for you. Uh, do reach out to aromatherapist if you have one in the area because they can go over your medical history, lifestyle, diet, and current health history with you. And they will take that holistic approach to treat you as a whole person for your physical and mental needs. Based on these needs, the aromatherapist may recommend a single oil or a custom blend. Aromatherapy, uh, aromatherapy is not, an aromatherapist is not the same as a massage therapist, but many massage therapists may use aromatherapy oils.
So just make sure you guys know the difference there. Uh, just as in anything, there are a few risks. You got to make sure there's not allergies because each essential oil does have a chemical makeup and reason for use. So it's really important to speak with that trained aromatherapist, nurse, doctor, physical therapist, massage therapist, or pharmacist before applying or using an oil for healing purposes. A trained professional can recommend and teach you how about each project, um, each product, giving proper instruction on application or dilution. Consumers should also be aware that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration does not monitor aromatherapy products, so it can be difficult to know whether a product is pure or if it's contaminated or synthetic. That's where I said do your own research on what brands you choose to use. Uh, some beauty and household products such as lotions, makeups, uh, candles, they might say essential oils, but they're really synthetic fragrances. Uh, like medications, essential oils must be treated with respect. It's important to seek professional advice and just follow the instructions carefully. Essential oils can cause reactions in the body. Not all oils will benefit everyone. Chemical compounds in essential oils can produce adverse effects when combined with medications. They may reduce the effectiveness of conventional drugs or may uh, exasperate health conditions in the individual. A person with high blood pressure, for instance, should avoid stimulants such as rosemary. Some compounds such as fennel, um, sage, they might act similar to an estrogen. So a person with an estrogen dependent um, breast ovarian tumor should avoid these. Concentrated products may be poisonous before dilution and should be handled with care. A maximum concentration of 5% is recommended. Some oils can produce toxins which damage the liver, kidneys, and nervous system, especially if taken internally. Swallowing essential oils can be hazardous or fatal in some cases. Individuals with any of the following conditions should be extra careful when using aromatherapy. Allergies, hay fever, asthma, eczema, um, psoriasis, uh, people with uh, epilepsy, hypertension, high blood pressure. Just be really careful and you know find what works for your body just like with anything. I'm not doing these cautions to scare you guys. I think this is an amazing modality or I wouldn't be talking about it, but like everything, you just have to use it wisely and responsibly. So if the oil is to be mixed with a carrier, the individual should tell their aromatherapist or massage therapist about any nut allergies because carrier oils are often obtained from nuts and seeds. And I think what we'll do is I'm going to leave it with that for today because there's just so much more in here that I'd love to go into with you guys. I, I will say uh, if your loved one's in a facility, you can uh, ask them if you can have a diffuser in the room. And if they fight depression, you can use some of those citrus oils or get a blend made to help with depression. If they're not feeling well, they can use the these oil and the peppermint and the eucalyptus and if they're struggling with sleep maybe you're using uh, the lavender in in the diffuser and then the other thing you can do is get those blends made uh, they, they make roll-on balls they make misters that you can spray on the pillow you can have a lotion or cream made that you can rub on the feet for uh, absorption at night and there's just so many uses and so I hope with this episode that it just gives you guys uh, an intro into the possibilities of in an alternative to medicine and something that you guys can do uh, to help your loved ones. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to 
this episode. If you liked it, hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. I am Christina McConnell, your geriatric goddess.